Hi listeners, welcome back to the Jungle Brothers podcast, or maybe it's your first time. Uh, this is episode 60, I'm here with Tiora Ward. Hi there. And coach Aaron Howley. Hello, hello. He is a coach he hi as, uh, coach at the gym, how many years have you been here for now? Uh, about two now. Two now? I've gone two, yeah, full time. He's a handsome tall man, uh, he hails from the great Ireland. The great land. Great from the great land, land. Yeah. yeah. Emerald Isle. The Emerald Isle. And um, yeah, he's he's a, one of the uh, head coaches here. He's a community leader. You've been here for years, and um, we just love you, mate. Just yeah. Uh, Joe's not with us today. Um, we're having a bit of a catch up. I mean, what with COVID and all, we don't really see each other face to face all that often anymore. Um, we see each other, coaches, Deb, and every all of that sort of thing, but it's just not the same. So. Bit of Zoom, yeah. 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 So a bit of a catch up today, but we want to chat around uh, training during COVID, during lockdown, um, with the coach, without the coach, the ins and outs, the pros and cons, and a little bit about just the the mechanisms and chatting about the, you know, the the shortfalls and the, the good things about it and the bad things and, and experiences that we've all had in the last six weeks or whatever it is now, yeah. Um, so, what is it? We've just gone into May now. Uh, the door's shut here at our gym on the 23rd of March. Um, so, it's been over a month. We've got our classes happening online. We've got the full schedule. Um, and they're all, not all on offer for our members. Um, as far as personal training goes for us, and, and we all coach here in the gym, um, you know, running the, the timetable with the group coaching and whatnot. Uh, but we also have our own personal training businesses and our own clients and stuff like that. So that changed. We were allowed, it kind of got uh, cut off in like uh, in parts and it's all boiled down to basically us only being able to train people one-on-one, respecting social distancing and sanitation recommendations, one-on-one and not even in the gym. Like we had to go to the park, did we not? Mm. Yeah. And um, that was a bit of a shift for everyone. Tell us about it. I know you and I have been down at the same parks. Yeah. There was a bit of a time there where we were like, what park are you going to? And it was like trying to figure out which one was the best park. Yeah. Yeah, well, it was uh, something that was brand new for me because I'd never I'd never trained anyone from the park before um, until, yeah, until this all started. So, um, yeah, I didn't even know, like, what park to go to or where, you know, where the good spots were or any of that. So that was all, um, yeah, it was all just trying to find that stuff out as quick as I could and, uh, yeah, maybe hitting you up and well, the guys because you had done it a bit more. I had a little tiny bit, but yeah. I'd like you, I had the silver spoon. I walked straight into JB's yeah, yeah. and um, I had the roof over my head, whereas Joe and Tiora, I gathered yourself as well back in the day. You yeah. were coaching people in the park. So there's a lot of, uh, there's a little things that we were like, Chatting about like one, uh, yeah, dog shit, dog shit, dog shit. That's one. Dog shit everywhere. Dog shit everywhere. <laughs> clean up their dog shit. Yeah, there's um the Rain. fact that I went in, I went out to the park. There's, yeah, there's weather. Um, Creeks and bushes. Freaking mosquitoes on dusk. Yeah, oh, mozzies. Mozzies. Yeah. yeah, and then there was like it getting dark, like almost pitch black halfway through my last session. And I was like, yeah. the first time I was down, I was like, I do a couple of sessions. I'll start at five thirty. Come 6.30 session by 7, it was just like, yeah, crickets were out. And it was yeah. like, <laughs> take I had, a, had a, good, um, a good solution for the dark. Mm. Yeah, my little uh, A-frame light that I got from Bunnings. You came up to speed pretty quick. Yeah, well, because when we started, when we first started training from the park, I actually really enjoyed it. Like for the first, I don't know, maybe two weeks, I was, I was like, this is great. Um, like I'm outside a lot more out in the sun training like it was still warm uh, the evenings were still somewhat long and then probably in the last week and you know definitely in the last week two weeks it started to get you know darker a bit early yeah um so yeah i've had to make that adjustment of I mean, it basically meant that my last sort of hour and a half of work was in the pitch dark so yeah so i just got a little light from bunnings which was cost me 80 dollars um and it's just like a rechargeable portable light um, yes, yeah, it's yes. Garbage. You can charge it in your car, and it's like really bright. So I just set that up when it when it gets dark, and that lets me continue to train. So it's um, yeah. Got the Yui Boom speaker down there. 
Few uh, some, yeah, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes yeah. yeah, yeah, on and off. So sometimes I do, and sometimes I just, just, just go with the no music vibe as well. Yeah, yeah, it's been nice to be outside. Um, yeah, I, I transitioned some clients. Uh, well, I, I, I haven't been able to take on as many as uh, pre-COVID, um, just because of the new adjustments we had to make, being at home a little bit more, and the business pivot and whatnot. Mm. Um, but yeah, the ones that I have taken over, it's been it's been delightful to be out there in the mornings um, and just be out in the open. Like I really love that. And uh, also for my own training to be outdoors sometimes on Wednesday mornings, I'm out there and it's, yeah, it's been really nice. Yeah. Really nice. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's good. Uh, I mean, that's uh, a, a good transition for people that are using PT already or if they have the money for one-to-one coaching. But as soon as you get over like, one, I think we could take two now, potentially two. Maybe. Take two. I'm not sure. I don't I think. Know. Um, Who fucking, no one really knows. Yeah, I, I think are. it's still one, but you can you can have two people to a house now. But no, two, I don't think that. But not in the park. I don't think you can train two. You can train two people if they're from the same household. Yeah. Ah, uh, that's right. I'm yeah. doing it. I'm starting next Friday with one particular couple. Yeah. We'll be respectful, and I mean all the. I mean, you spoke to council, and it's been the same story I've gotten from anyone, which mm. is kind of like. It's so grey, it comes down to the, the police officer's mood on the day. Pretty much, yeah. And whether they've come off a night or not. And also whether or not whether he, he perceives you to be taking the piss or not. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm a respectful guy. I'm not going to be, you know, doing crazy shit. So um, I think I'll be fine and I'm a sweet talker. And look this face, man. <laughs> come on. Push it. Come on. <laughs> well, that, that's you got. You've got, you got, you got one, you've got one-on-one, you've got... Um, when when you when you don't you can't forward one on one you got other options and the other options are what, you can train by yourself or you can or you can go online mm. which is pretty much what we've been um, transitioning into very Smart quickly group. yeah we did the old um, uh, fast adaption and I think once we made the decision that we were going to adapt into an online system um, the whole time as was in the background working on, on his uh, online offering at the same time because Aaron works for himself within our gym as a, as a subcontracting uh, coach. Um, obviously he takes classes, but he runs his own business within our business. And there in the, in the background, we were, we were watching him um, do very similar stuff to what we were doing, uh, probably on a smaller, faster scale, but... Um, he moved, you moved quick. So mm. what, did, what did you end up accomplishing over the last, what's it been a month now, isn't it? Four to six. Four, yeah, it's four probably been a weeks. bit more. Yeah, so gym closed 23rd of March. Yeah, and then what said, happened? Yeah, you, so. you made the decision to? Um, yeah, well, basically it was like sink or swim because, I mean, the majority of my clients or my income um, would come from small group. Like, like when I say majority, it's probably like a little bit over, maybe 60% or something like that. But it's, um, it's a good chunk of my weekly income comes from my small groups, which I, which I ran here um, three times a week um, in the evenings. And that consists of about four to six. Kind yeah. Of. yeah, I have four in each. So basically a group of four people that train three times a week for an hour. And um, so, uh, yeah, so that was my big thing was like, how do I keep those guys training and, and how do I keep providing the service for those guys? Because I'm not, initially when we went into, when we had to train from the park, it was fine because we were able to um, to train in groups of 10 or less. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was fine. So the small group kept going for a week or a week and a half and then it, and then it, uh, and then it stopped. So then while it was, while we were in the park, I was starting to work on the online already so that when it, because I knew it was coming, we all knew it was coming that we would, it would be reduced to one-to-one. So I was just preparing for that basically. And um, yeah, I was, I just sort of dived straight head first into it. I didn't know too much about like, I mean, I'm not very tech savvy or anything like that. So it was a lot of like reading up and, and um, sort of educating myself on it, on the basics of just video and editing and, and all that. And then um, I was lucky that I got a camera a few months ago, a decent camera a few months ago for my birthday. So that worked out well. And uh, yeah, basically, basically, just got into the gym and, and I, I never really spoken in front of a camera either. Like that was a big thing for me. But it's funny when you're put in that situation where it's like you don't really have a choice. You just have to, you just have to do it. Step up. Yeah. So I just done it and then yeah, it was fine. So um, yeah, basically just 
had a few big, big days of, of filming where I'd write down a bunch of um, movements that I wanted to get done, and I'd done that for a few days, and um, then spent a few more days editing all of them, and, and done it all myself, so at, at the end of it all, basically, I've, um, I've got full online software, like, platform now that I use, and um, I have over 100 videos, like, exercise tutorials um, uploaded onto that. Um, that are all done by me, and then there's other, there's other ones that came free with it, but they're like they're so bad. Um, so <laughs> just ask those ones. Yeah, yeah, they're terrible. So, um, so yeah, I've just recorded like I've over a hundred now. I've had to set up a YouTube channel, uploaded them all uh, to there. Obviously, edited edited them all and what, made them look nice. What's the What's the app? There's probably some PTs uh, listening. The software I use. Yeah, uh, the one I use is called Trainerize. Trainerize, yeah. Not mad, not mad about the name, but uh, it's actually it's actually really good. And I know, um, I know uh, another PT that I know. Um, uh, he uses it, and he's he's quite successful in the online realm. So I messaged him like before I got it, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Would you would you, would you recommend it?" And he was like, "Yeah, highly recommend it." So um, so far, I'm finding it really good. It's not perfect, like especially for what we do. It's yeah. it's sort of more geared towards. Like um, you know your typical, I, I guess like fitness program, but um, but it still works and uh, it is good. You can yeah, it syncs up with your um, my fitness pal. So if you if a couple of, couple of the people I'm working with are you know interested in like w- one of their goals is to lose is to lose weight or to lose fat. So um, so it links up with my fitness pal. So you can track your food. I can see that um, you know how you're tracking your food. Uh, if you've got a smartwatch, it syncs up to that as well. So you can see how much like sleep and how like you know how yeah. you can see all the workouts you're doing and um, yeah, it gives, you, it, gives you, it gives you lots of information yeah. the Mind Fitness Bell link yeah yeah and um, yeah also it's just it's it's good like it gives you you know graphs as well so check in weekly with your weight and then um, you know after a month or six weeks you can start to see you know where the um, you know where the, if you're losing weight you can see that's that start to drop and so it's cool you can see your you can see your progression there um, but yeah basically yeah, just dive straight in, videoed, um, filmed a lot of videos, mm. got that all set up. Had to set up like PayPal and stuff just to be able to take um, overseas payments because that was because I've I've signed up two people now in Ireland that are that are training with me. Man, great. Um, yeah, and uh, hopefully hopefully more to come. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. Um, lots and lots of work. Like it doesn't sound probably like too much, but it's just all the little things like yeah, getting the PayPal set up. You know getting the YouTube channel set up, uh, buying the software, uploading all the videos, shooting filming, a video, editing. figuring sound out, editing. Yeah, oh God. that's it. And then learning how to do all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Initially. Um, On the fly. I, you know, so, I must yeah. say, I, I'm also very impressed with like watching you just flip and we were doing all of it and because we know what it takes to do all that, like you just doing that on your own, like you really always been a, an action taker and I always see you as taking... Um, like continuing to invest in your own self and your own business, you get programming from people. Mm. You're not afraid to spend money on an app or, yeah. or a camera. Which you, I think, you bought the camera before this all went down. Mm. Am yeah. I, is that right? Yeah, I got it for my birthday in January. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you've done really well. And then to get all the videos on, I mean, there was some, there was two weeks plus there that you were just, you were just hammering away to get it to a point. You're just yeah. trying to fill out movements in the programs, and then. You knew that once you got to that point, you could just add on with less intensity. Like those first two weeks were crazy. That's it. I basically basically just done a lot of work to yeah. cover myself for like, say, you know, I've 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 enough there to get everybody mm-hmm. through like mm-hmm. at least sort of two phases of training, and then, yeah. um, I've got all the main the main stuff done, like mm-hmm. the you know the popular movements that we prescribe, you know, a lot of the time, and then and then obviously other ones as well. But yeah, basically. Over hundreds, so there's a fair few there like to mm. work with, and then um, but there's still lots more to do, and and then um, I'll just add to that, like you know, sort of week by week, and, and whenever I get the chance. So, so if you uh, are doing a like customized programming for someone, you said you film a lot of the main movements that you use because we know there's there's a lot of common denominators when it comes to building strength and mobility and yeah. whatnot. Um, is it a is it the case where if someone comes to you? And they need like uh, extra, like di- different movements that you haven't quite filmed. You film them kind of as you go, as you give them those programs, and continue building your, yeah. your video library from there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, sometimes, I mean, just to get it like 
yeah, the other day I needed a, I needed to, to I needed a stretch that I hadn't filmed, um, and I needed to send it to one of my, to one of the guys in Ireland, and um, so on the on the online platform it, it has an option just to like you can do a one minute video through just through your phone or whatever. So I just done that just to, it's not you know it's not ideal, but it's just enough to show him what I want him to do, and and, and I've just told him to add it into his program. So. Um, but that would be one of the ones now that I'll, I'll film that properly next time I'm, I'm in front of the camera. Camera, I'll film I'll that say, properly yeah. and edit it, and, and then it'll be in there forever. But, um, but yeah, so there's like been a few times there where, you know, I've been looking for an exercise and I don't have it in my library, so I'll just set up the phone and just shoot them through a little one minute video, just um, just explaining it. So cool. That does the job, yeah. How are you finding um, <clears throat> people? How many people do you reckon you've got online now? Got the, the people who are local to here that you just yeah. literally can't be together yeah. with, and you got a few overseas. I've got eleven altogether. Eleven, yeah. How, how are they finding? <clears throat> how are they? Ta- how are they taken to it? Um, pretty like so, a little bit of a mixture. Like some of them, because I've got eight from my small group who just went straight onto it. And mm. um, so, yeah, they were all up for sorry seven. One of them, one of them wasn't 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 interested in doing the online thing. So. He's just doing his own thing, but um, everyone else went onto it, and um, yeah, a little bit of a mixed bag. But the majority of people, I'd say, like eighty percent of them, have like gotten straight into it and have been really interactive and like they're they've used the app the way it's supposed to be used, and um, you know, you can I can see them that they're that they're hitting their workouts regularly and they're leaving comments on the workouts and they're uh, uploading videos for me to check their form and whatever, uh, and then other like a couple a couple of guys probably just aren't really into it that much, like aren't into the, the tech side of it that much. Yeah. And they're still, I find they're still doing, like I'll maybe haven't heard from them in a few days, so I'll like check in with them. And they're like, no, no, I am doing the, I am doing the workout. I just haven't like, um, sort of like, checked yeah. in with the app. And um, so yeah, it looks like they're not doing anything, but they actually are. So then, yeah, so just, and that's obviously just, yeah, it'll just take them a while to sort of get used to like using it every time they train. Um, but yeah, the majority of people have been, yeah, have just adapted to it. That's cool. I've always yeah. struggled uh, recording stuff for myself. Mm. I'm good at doing it for my clients, but I've never done it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't do it for myself. Yeah. It's really, I always tell myself I'm going to do it, and then I put my programs together, and I, and I'm like, oh, I put my shit in, and then I just don't. Yeah, I'm probably the same. Yeah. Do you mean when you have to check in with a coach, like uh, in, yeah, checking when in you're, when you're doing online training, just or writing just in reps and sets and like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, recording the, the workout and yeah, stuff that you kind of do with your with your PT, but yeah, think, oh, I should be doing this myself. It's fine that I don't do it. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I, that. I might do the the, the weights a, a little bit more than everything else, but it's a little. I think everyone should do it. So if you're listening, yeah, totally. people at JB, yeah. you should definitely be recording everything. <laughs> but I was going to say, my, it's kind of a little different. I know for, for yourself because you train every single day and you know where you are from one day to the next. Like you've got a very high awareness, I would say, um, as opposed to people who are training on a very specific program that they do three times a week. Um, and that's like, oh, Aaron's taking care of my, my interests there, so I just have to invest my one hour three times a week. And then they forget about it largely in between, like generally speaking. So it's, mm-hmm. it is important, but, you know, you're, you're onto it. You know every fibre is in your body. Not a lot changes at this age either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you're at the top of the eight peak there, yeah, you know. Cradling the, the decay and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Down okay, come on. Oh, come on. So we got we got this we got we got we got our we got our park sessions that we can do now that we're in this uh, quarantine. Um, you've got your 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 programming that you're building for people. That needs an uh, an element of discipline because they still have to find accountability for themselves. I mean, there's a bit there. Yeah. I'm sure there's still accountability to you. Yeah. But they they don't have to turn up. No. And see, they're not like, oh fuck, Aaron's going to be there. Yeah. I got I got to get out of bed. At six and eight in the morning, get it done. Yeah. Um, so someone's relying on me to, to be turning up on the other end. So you need an element of of, um, of of discipline there, and then you've got to kind of know what you're doing as well. So there's a little less. Would you say there's a little less feedback than than say a PT in, a, in an environment like that? Yeah. Like I mean, they film themselves. And yeah. Like obviously it's a slower 
it's a slower process and, and there's a bit of back and forth and, and but um I find like because most of the people that are on it like they I think anyone that's doing online training has to have a bit of an idea of what they're doing mm-hmm. before they before they start it. Like if you're brand yeah, new if you're brand new or just you know very early on in your like training or whatever, like it's probably not the best thing to do. But the way I've set it up, I've tried to set it up as like to make it accessible for those people as well. So um yeah, like in all, all the videos that I've filmed, like I've broken everything down just like I would if I was teaching a class or if I was showing it to a face-to-face client. So the quality in, is there in terms of like the, you know, the breaking down of the exercise and the coach, like I'm literally coaching you through it, but it's just you're watching me through a screen and, you know, rather than face-to-face. But, um, but yeah, there's a... Uh, the feed, the instant feed, that love the live feedback that you'd get yeah. uh, in a one-to-one or in a co- coach's environment. Uh, which we're, we're now with the, with modern technology and, and using uh, Zoom the way that we're using it, there's, we can slowly try and bridge that gap. I mean, if you think about this, this happening, you know, 10 years ago, even, even five years ago, that I don't think we'd be able to do what we're doing now. I don't think we'd be able to do it successfully. I just don't think it would be possible. Like, we're, Tuesday night, I had, what, well, 17, 17 people in in the, in my Zoom class and it was fucking like Bragger. a lot of stuff going on mm. and I could give every mm. single person <clears throat> some form of quality feedback on that screen. Yeah. It's pretty amazing when yeah. you think about it, like how much information is travelling through the air and that's like people doing meetings all over the fucking world. Yeah. There was one person from Holland and then my mum was on the same uh the same class and she's in Queensland. So it's big distances as well. Like it's not, um, it's not like everyone's in the same neighborhood. It's pretty crazy stuff. Yeah. It's and the thing is a good option, even for like, let's say you've got, um, you've got a client that's high risk, can't be around you. Yeah. Um, maybe they're elderly or respiratory issues. You could still coach that person in a one-to-one environment in their own lounge room without having any contact with them. Yeah. If you've got the right, the right setup. Yeah. So the setup that we've all kind of got a very similar setup and you're using uh, our setup for taking classes within the gym and also your own. But do you want to talk us through what, what you would consider, and this is a question for both of you, uh, would be the, the optimal setup for a coach to be delivering a, a high quality uh, experience for their, for their members and for their clients? Mm, well, like where to where? Because I've been looking at I've been looking at a few other products out there, and some of them aren't just aren't up to standard. And you can see that they're probably not going to make it if uh, if it goes on for yeah, too well, much longer. Yeah, it kind of depends on the client, you know, and then their goals, you know, and and, and like you said, their experience with training, etc. Um, so you got to kind of weigh all those bits up. I mean, you got those people who can train on a program, and, and but what about the the um, the, the, the actual te- technical setup, like that, that you do for 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 a, a group or a live one on one. Oh well, what we've got downstairs is pretty A one. Yeah, pretty A one. Um, well, look, uh, the we've we've really bridged the gap between the well, we we started with the the live stuff, um, where we were live on Facebook, um, and. People could comment, but it wasn't a face two-way face thing, um, and that's pretty much that relationship. There is very similar to the videos, people watching pre-recorded videos, in the sense that there's no two-way feedback. So, pre-recorded videos and videos being sent to to clients is they're fantastic, especially if you throw a bunch of knowledge in there, and yet you can take the time to coach at a separate time in a little studio space, and you know. You can put all your heart and soul um, in mm. and into those videos. They're great. Uh, yeah, and I think that giving them that to be able to see with their program is incredible. And they can watch it in their own time. They can pause it, go back. Where you actually can't do that necessarily when you're in yeah. a, when when you're in a one-on-one face-to-face. Yeah, yeah. They now have the opportunity to freeze time and then go back. You know, and a lot of people you know, are afraid to ask or you're just too busy in the class for sure. But, you know, even in the one-on-one. So I think first and foremost, like those videos and, and shooting them at a, at a high quality where you, you can, they can focus on the, the um, they have to be high quality because 
you want less distractions so they can focus on on what's important. So you know you got to have good sound, good lighting, good resolution type thing. Like that's just a technology thing that is kind of like I think I consider that as base level. That's yeah. yeah. And what I'm not doing, and I I'm not sure if you're doing that with any of your clients, is then doing the one-on-one Zoom session. I think that that would be kind of like a bit of like a like a cherry on the cake. Was so. I send you your program, say, and, you know, we've obviously discussed what your goals are and I've, I've made this thing for you and I've, you know, given you an introduction and overview to it and I give you stuff to review and to try out for a week and then you're off and running. But it'd be really cool to add one-on-one Zoom sessions like once a week or something like that. I haven't implemented that myself. I haven't kind of had to, but, you know, that guy in Ireland, or I was thinking maybe that the foundation workshops uh, or, or the screen, you could do one-on-one via Zoom and that yeah. would be where they're required to have a camera and you have your camera. You make sure that you can see them properly and you have a, a you know, you can you can take your screen over that because I know screens are they're tough to give to someone to do on their own, especially if they're a new sign-up, hey? Yeah. Um, so I think a combination of pre-recorded videos. Um, Something to geek out on a little bit and then you... Yeah, and, and the movements where you, I can sit in a quiet space and record with all of, you know, the knowledge just kind of imparted on that video without all the fluff technology. and the conversations in between, like in a one-on-one PT session. Yeah. And then, you know, a combination of that with some, some one-on-one Zoom. And I'm talking about personal, pers- like from a personal training point of view. Yeah. I think that'd yeah. be cool. I think that's probably like the best you can do. Mm. Yeah. But I, like, I think it's no matter what you do, it's not going to be as good as like a face-to-face um, session. But to get it as close no. to that as possible, I think, yeah, like what you said, like deliver the the program with you know a video attached, explaining every exercise in detail, mm. and then you take them through the session via Zoom or or something similar, and then you can critique them, you know, VR if if, if it's Goggles. needed, <laughs> yeah, if it's needed. That's that's uh, but then sometimes like. Again, depends on the person, but like most people are okay with it. But there's always like some people who struggle with taking, um, you know, that like verbal verbal cueing. Yeah. Um, and you do need to get like there's some people where you do need to get a bit more hands on. But um, but yeah, like if some if people have got experience, they especially if they've been training with you for a while, like you know what I mean, going into this thing, like they already know. Yes. The you've already spent the time, That's you know, right. um, sort of instilling those habits into them and, and so they, they they know all the they know all the cues more yeah. or less already so it's just a matter of giving them a verbal cue and they're like oh yeah and, yeah yeah you know they might forget to do something but it's just a little verbal cue and then they'll correct it whereas yeah someone brand new i don't think it'll work as well because you haven't built that like foundation yes um you know like you have with the face-to-face clients but obviously you know you can you can get Depending on the person, I think you can you can still get close still get, to it. Yeah. yeah, you still get close to it. Just gonna be slower and and yeah, and there'll be a few more hurdles. But yeah, ultimately, I think you'll get there in the end. There's something to be said about the tactile feedback. Just being able to get in there and help people find positions. Yeah, uh, manipulate them. Not in a like a like a practitioner sense, but like getting somebody to to initiate a certain movement in front of them is so much easier than. Than uh, doing it over over a screen. Yeah. I think uh, one of the the big one of the biggest challenges is just um, finding ways of communication with certain individuals because you might use very technical terms with one person and it works a real treat. It's yeah. the only way they really understand it. Then you speak to someone else with the same terms and they're just like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Mm. And then you say something really simple that might not have anything to do with the human body and it might be uh, relative to to something else like a symbolic gesture, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Ah, oh, fuck it, why didn't you say that in the first place?" You know what I mean? Yeah. So you got to, yeah, you got to find different language for different different people. I've found that's been a bit of a challenge, mm. especially in a bigger group. Totally, I'm definitely finding that at the moment um, with our group. Uh, but it makes you a better coach, you know. If you take that skill set and you apply true. that to a well, to a live audience, it's fucking great. It's definitely yeah. got. Yeah, you have to think carefully about what you say when you're on a screen with 17 people and you're trying to cue one person mm. yeah because it's the, the whole idea of the right cue for the right person um whereas you know one cue doesn't necessarily work for everyone as you're saying so yeah you have to tread carefully because like you said 
one person might need to hear uh, be more explosive through the hip and the other person who you've been training with for eight years you just need to tell them to stop being pussy or something like that, you know? And they're like, yeah, okay, I get it, I get it. I'm a bit slow through that. Or something like that, you know? It's like you can't, you got to tread carefully or, or just be be more aware of, um, yeah, how you deliver it all. So we've got like 4K camera. It's a good good investment, uh, would you say? Or do you think that's overkill? Uh, probably go for something a little, little less uh, extravagant. Yeah, you could. But it's 4K, bro. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, guys. 4K. Used to be 3K, something like that. Yeah. You want, yeah, the best, the kind of, the best you can, you can, you can afford. afford. Yeah. Um, and, and it future proofs yourself. That's the beauty of it. Yes. You no, know, because you can take stills images for your business and. Do more video tutorials. Yeah. Then we want a, you want a, you want a decent microphone, or just find a coach that's invested in one and borrow his. <laughs> yes, there's another one coming for you, but it's true. Isn't audio once your batteries go on, important? Yeah. <laughs> Battery exhausted. <laughs> um, so good mic, good mic setup. We well, the, the mic. Uh, Aaron uh, bought the road. Road, um, wireless Go. Wireless Go, yeah. Wireless go. They're hot. It's been working a treat. That yeah. Amazing. Yeah, it's brilliant. And it's tiny. And you, and you plug it in the right hole. Plug it in the right mm -hmm. hole. Yeah, because it was, yeah. You but it in the headphone hole instead of the microphone hole. I must say, um, audio Wrong so yeah, then plug it in the right hole, and then you then you've got um, we got some lights. Um, yeah, I mean they're not necessary, but it's always good to be able to see the subject matter that you're, that you're filming. Um, we were lucky enough to have friends in the film industry, and one of them um, lent us some of his older LEDs. But you can actually, I mean, thinking about lighting wherever you are, you don't need a film kit, but you could you you always want to make sure that you lit well. And I think you yeah. you take that into consideration on both sides of the camera because if you're if you're actually coaching someone on the other end and they're just a silhouette, then it's very hard to give them the feedback that they that, that's necessary for them. So even just having a little bit of knowledge mm. on how to light a subject is really important. I yeah, yeah. I think like for for a lot of people, they probably think it's it's not necessary, you know. But if you are in that, if you have done it, like I me, mean, even in my short time, like doing a bit of film and stuff, like it is. I mean, it just makes. The, the content because ultimately it is still content we're putting out there every every day for you know whatever it is six hours so it's like it's a lot of it's a lot of time and it does just make it look so much better so much more yeah. professional and um, I can talk yeah, about like if you've got day. if you've got if you've got <laughs> if you've got access to it use it you know yeah 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 well and you don't even need to have lights as T said it's but uh, just learning a little bit about how to use it. Or how to position yourself in oh, yeah, yeah, a lit yeah. area like yeah. does change the quality of your video. Yeah, and yeah. the quality of the video, going back to what I said before, is all about the. Well, essentially, you want to get your message across to the viewer. The less, if they have distractions or they think about anything else but what you're trying to impart with them, then you're not doing your best. You're not putting your best foot forward with delivering that piece of information. Yeah. So in terms of like having a good camera and good audio, good pixels, um, and good lighting, it's just all about it's collective, isn't it? Yeah, and they, they don't want to they don't want to notice any of that. They they want to be you want them to yes. be focusing on the thing. And if they're thinking about how shitty it sounds or how I can hardly see him or it's a bit fuzzy, like then you're not putting your best foot forward. And for sure, yeah, yeah the lighting's a big part of that. It's a full hour, usually you know around about a full hour that you're going to be looking at one head, you know, yeah. like that coach. You want it you want it to be looking nice, you know? I think yeah. that, that you gotta make the effort. Yeah, absolutely. I think we've got lighting, we've got and then obviously on the other side we want to be able to uh, see our subject matter. So the big screen I think is fucking totally necessary because if you're staring into a computer and your subject matter is like a size or you're using a mobile phone or something screen is too small to give proper proper coaching feedback, yeah. I believe. If it's a one-on-one, -on -one, it's a bit different. But if you've got like six or seven people in a group, then um, you, you definitely need something big. Mm -hmm. You can take your, your television from home and 
take it in the gym and plug it in your camera there. But, mm. but just find a big screen. I think that's really important. Yeah, definitely. Plus, you're not like, you know, putting your head up against the, the, the little camera on the on your fucking laptop. That looks like shit. You've got to kind of stare real close to the screen. And you can step back away from your, your, your uh, camera. Mm. They can hear you perfectly. It doesn't matter if you're walking around that space and demonstrating. And at the same time, you don't have to do the full close-up facial and yeah. squash your face up against the, the camera screen. And it's kind of like the whole thing about, you know, when you're trying to be a when you're trying to coach someone, um, you know, a huge aspect is obviously the program and the movement selection and all of your variables and how you apply that to them, that person. But um, a massive part of it, as we know, is building rapport, having good communication with that person, making them feel comfortable, etc. And And things like, as you said, like the lighting or just having your head not quite on the screen while you're diving in on your laptop trying to see them. That's the type of thing that breaks the connection and, mm. you know, starts to make the session, you know, less effective. Yeah. So they're just, they're just little hurdles um, that, you know. Programming is, like, is an interesting one as well because that's, that's all had to change quite a lot. Yes. I mean, because you don't have access to all the equipment that you've got in a gym. Yeah. Uh, one of the biggest issues that I've noticed is just no, nowhere to fucking hang. Yeah, yeah man. You can't do a chin up. Yeah. yeah, and you don't, don't realize how much you rely on on a, on a hanging bar just to build any strength in the back. Mm. I mean, you know, you've got your, your rows and whatnot, but it's just it's not quite the same, is it? This is a good topic: exercise selection with no pushing. gear and that, yeah. Well, for the yoga, like they don't hang at all. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like that's kind of I don't know. I think it's strange. Like you're doing all of this push push work. But there's no point where you're pulling. Well, very rare. I, no. I, I don't, I haven't, I've done yoga balance. many times, but I don't know it well, but sh- that's what it seems like from the outside. I'd love, um, out of our thousands of live listeners, could someone ring in and come out? <laughs> I'd, I'd like to know, but it's it's true. Um, it's yeah, definitely that's, true. That's going to throw your chakras out big time. Your chakras? Chakra. <laughs> Once you can do Shut a headstand, you're fine. <laughs> That's all that yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, on the exercise selection thing, uh, can we talk about the yeah the the like what we've had to do, and also like the the issues because the, the, there's problems in there. I know space, I've had some floor, floor space, a bit of big one. Floor space, and this is for say your one on one or your group. Yeah. yeah, floor space has been a limitation. Not being able to hang from something, and, and if you're not sure what that means, it just means that, like, developing the back or anything to do with pulling, which is a, a major a movement challenge. of the body, it's it's a challenge to kind of bridge that gap. Yeah, well, it. yeah. Well, like, mm. I mean, the one I'm on, it's it's it hasn't really been a problem because um, you just get a set of like, a couple of sets of rings and just throw them up, and that's and um, that's something to hang off. So that's okay, fine for yeah. A, park, that's, yeah. yeah. If you're park, with them. Yeah, if I'm with them, or I mean, even like a lot of the online guys that were in the small group who didn't have, you know, they relied on the equipment here, and they've all basically, I think pretty much all of them have got have got their own gear now, so they've all they've all got set of rings. Some of them bought other bits of equipment, and, you know, like barbells and whatnot. But everybody has a set of rings. I think for, I think except one or two, but everyone pretty much has a set of rings. Um, and once you have that, like. You know, I mean, you, there's a lot you can do with that, just with rings and some floor space. Yeah. Um, so, um, and obviously it's not perfect, but, um, you know, obviously we're hoping that we'll get out of this thing, you know, soon. And that it's, uh, I was sort of looking at it as like, you know, it might be slightly longer than a training phase, than a phase of training, which typically goes for six weeks. So maybe say eight weeks, you know, hopefully this thing might blow over and we can get back to training in uh, small groups. Um, but yeah, one on one, it's been it's been no problem. Um, but obviously, in the class, in like the classes here, like it has been has been a problem. Obviously, Joe put out the video of um, making the um, making the, the rowing apparatus yeah. out of the bed sheet, which is which is great. I mean, it's better. It's you still can't hang out of it, but um, well, you probably could if you got creative. But um, it's still better than it's still better than nothing. Like you can still you can still do it. You can still do a lot with that. So you can hang um, off that. Yeah, yeah, I, I haven't can, done yeah. it, but it's yeah, you can. Yeah, it, and 
if you're listening, there would, the video he's talking about, um, Joe, and he didn't invent this, I think he says in the video, it's just a, a technique where you use a bed sheet and you fold it in such a way, make it a bit of a rope, and then you put a knot in it and then you put it in through a doorway and you close the door so the knot's on one side and you get the length on the other side and then you roll that up and you kind of got two handles and you can lean back on your heels, kind of use it as a pulling thing. Yeah. But like with any of those door-like implements with the ropes and you can buy them on Instagram, wherever, you can shorten that up right up to near the knot, like at the top of the door, and then you put your back against the door and then you just like lift your knees to your chest and you can you can actually hang off that. I've yeah. seen it. Yeah. Yeah. You know well, I mean? A lot of the um I think a lot of the a lot of a lot of the members here like have borrowed the equipment so such as the rings and, and anyone that had a space to hang them up in their house or out at their back or whatever they've um they borrowed a set of rings. So like I don't know, we've got about 20, 20, 25 sets of rings. So um they've all gone out pretty much bar one or two. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of people a lot of the members do have access to something you know something yeah. to hang off so that's that's been really that's been really important um because yeah you see you see there's a there's a bunch of people who have who have rings and who can do all those pulling mm-hmm. movements uh even even in these even in these times so so that's good i got a question Yo. um it is uh, around uh people say clients um and you might not have one specifically but what would you do that have certain goals and that's their goal um, and their goal, getting them to their goal means you need certain equipment that they can't access out of here. So yeah, you can find somewhere to hang, yeah. but they actually want to build a deadlift or something like this, a goal mm-hmm. where they need the barbell in the gym. Yeah. Um, how do you deal with say someone who wants to get their deadlift to double body weight and dealing with that person? I'll ask you T. Um, like what do you what what do you do in that case where it's like okay we can't do that we can't do that goal for now or can you do that goal is there a way or what would you do? Well, I think when you've got a goal that's specific to a piece of equipment and that's your primary kind of lift something as specific as that you can always accessorize for it but I think it would be very difficult to put weight on a bar when you're not actually putting weight on a bar. Mm. If that makes sense, I, to, looking, to progress, yeah, yeah, looking like breaking down the lift or the or the goal into into segments and then focusing on those areas and thinking, all right, well, where are the weaker links in this in this chain, and then make that your your kind of emphasis over a six to eight week period, like you're talking about before, mm. as with uh, maybe um, you know this origin lasting one or two phases and having those phases uh, synchronized with your goal, but not necessarily. Uh, it's not going to have a direct impact on the goal, but it will increase the potential of that goal once you start to to be reintroduce yourself to, to the barbell or whatever it is. You know mm. what I mean? Mm. It's kind of like saying, all right, I want to get better at surfing, but I can't get on a surfboard. There's plenty of stuff you can do to make your body good at surf, like like stronger and fitter and, and, and um, you know, can hold breath for longer and all the stuff that you, the muscles that you use, but the only way you're actually going to get better at surfing is to is to actually surf you know what i mean yeah i do so i yeah. think you just got to look at the accessory work around that particular goal and focus on that or even think about changing your goals for for a small period of time yeah yeah, yeah for sure and you gotta just see it for what it is i'm lucky i've got very well you know i've got clients that they know what jungle brothers is and what we do and you know we we train a variety of different um things fight lift move and whatnot so they're across the the concept of you know something you know just if, if something's not accessible to you just flipping and training something else for a period um and and that being a good thing in the end but i imagine there's people out there who, who don't have clients who don't share that mentality or they really identify with one particular sport yeah be a harder conversation to have with your client that's all for, yeah for yeah, sure right. i think but like our style, not? yeah our style of training uh overall hasn't been affected a hell of a lot like most of the people that, that i'm coaching in class and in, in the bigger classes are, are still chasing down the same goals i had in the gym because most of those goals are very um they're dependent on maybe one bit of equipment or none. I mean, you don't need anything 
to get a, get yourself a handstand. You know, mm. you need very little to get your first push up. You need just a chin up bar to get your first chin up. Any of your like mobility goals, most of that stuff, you don't need anything. You just need your body and a floor. So if you know, I mean, if you look at our goals board, it's all it's all very doable within your own home. You know, or you know, find a fucking tree somewhere and hang some shit up on that. But so, which I think has been great because I'm watching people still pushing forward with their, with the same goals they had at the gym. And I have a feeling that I, I think um, the people that are training regularly in our Zoom classes from our gym, I think uh, they're going to come back one step forward. And I think uh, there's always going to be people that don't relate to training on a screen and that's totally understandable. I mean, if you're on a computer all day and then you have to fucking look at the computer again when you're trying to do some exercise and you're you're a part of a, a gym community that's very tactile and it's all about meeting people, you're probably very, like, less inclined to want to ex exercise for a screen anyway and then you go out and think, oh, I'm going to do my own thing and you do your runs and you do other stuff but <clears throat> that particular individual is going to come back probably a step back and the others will be a step forward, and I think there'll be a bit of a, a, a gap there. Um, I think it's really important that if you do have access to the particular style of training that you're doing, and uh, to a coach, that you you try to get yourself into that class or uh, contact with that particular style of programming, you know, once a week, twice a week, something just to stop things from regressing, you know. And turning your training into a bit of a generic cycle where things aren't really moving in a direction of sorts, if you know what I mean. I do. So that would be like if we're looking at um, pros for training online, you've got a good accountability, you've still got your community there, so you've seen familiar faces and obviously coaches. The programming is there, so you've got that, that, um, that path that you're still traveling down. And, um, and you can still make progress over this time with, uh, with good quality feedback. And I'd say, what would you guys look at as being cons for online, online training as a whole? Probably not getting any tactile response. Still being stuck to a screen is a big one. Yeah, but, it's, yeah, but it's better than the alternative, yeah. you know, not moving at all. Yeah, I mean, it's the just the, the the just the technology gap. There's, you know, usually training's difficult for people to do, generally speaking, um, and trying to seal up any gaps where they can miss a session or, you know, drop a set or just not go in with good intention. Like all those little gaps, just there's more gaps, and you know, it's it's easier for someone to slip out. So there's a few more hurdles, things like that. It's harder, like you said you know, when they're meeting you at a certain place um, at a certain time, like they're always going to make that, that accountability stronger, I suppose, rather than you know, giving someone a program to do on their own. Um, or even getting them to get, get onto, the, onto a Zoom class. Onto, yeah, yeah, that's right. Inconspicuous. Is that the word? You can kind of not be there and, and, and not be noticed. That yeah. You're not there. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Slip under the radar a little easier. Yeah. Um, Cons of training online. Um, yeah, like you said, the the, the, the feedback, the tactile or feedback, hurdles. or even hurdles. Technical technological issues. There's been a few of those. You haven't had any tea though. Fuck. <laughs> Neither have I. No. <laughs> I think the big one is probably community. Like, is the community. You know, like seeing your, especially coming to the gym, like seeing your mates before class training so with with your mates. Yeah. You know. You know, just whatever you know, just catching up with everyone, and then and then after class as well. Whereas in the online thing, it's like, although you're with everyone during the class, but you know, when you leave the Zoom, when you leave that session, it's like, you know, it's just you're by you're by yourself. You're in you're in your kitchen or your sitting room at the end of the day. So it's not, it's not as it's not it's just not as good as coming to the gym and mm. training. You know, the music the music pumping and everyone everyone's getting you know getting into it. So it's just not the same. But that's certain. There's a lot of intimacy there as well that you don't get online. Like those one-to-one -one conversations that people have, like between members, between coaches and coaches, between mm. coaches and members. Yeah, you don't, can't really have that on the Zoom. Even though everyone can communicate with each other, I think it's because everyone can hear each other's voice. 
So you yeah. can't really have that private conversation or, you know no. what I mean? Yeah. It's like, and then if there's too many people talking, it just sounds like fucking, sounds weird. Yeah. Whereas some people are thriving in this time and finding it's worked really, really well for them. Like, it's hard to say pros and cons because it's just, you know, it's different for individuals. Like, I can think of um, one guy, like, there's a few people who have been able to train more because of the time they save. Yeah, it comes, it, it just it, comes down to the individual. Like, you look yeah. at them, say, Beth and Dave, for example, who, like, That's weren't, right. weren't able to get in because, you know, they just had a newborn. That's whereas right. now they're... They're yeah. training like I don't. They're in a lot of my classes. They're probably doing four or five sessions, maybe even no more a week. So it's so good to hear. Um, I haven't seen you know, them anymore. They weren't able to do that before. So for yeah. them, it's obviously a, a a massive like positive change. Totally. Yeah. And I know Nick's the same. Leonardo, you know, because there's a there's a travel thing for people. There's also like a, you know whatever whether you live two kilometers away from our gym or not or just one. Just the, the getting ready, getting into the car and coming here takes 20 minutes and that's 40 minutes in a round trip. And when that's when you look at that for the mornings, you know, people, it's all about 5.45 or not because you need time to get yeah. ready and then travel to work. So it's either, you either make your 5.45 or that's it. But now 5.45 is empty. 6.45 is busy because everyone doesn't have that travel time. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, yeah, it's... It would be interesting to see um, what comes of what comes of once the gyms reopen. I, I was speaking to someone who uh, works for Mind Body and they got a uh, survey out uh, and they were the surveys were just to gyms and gym owners and all the members in those gyms. Mind Body is a client management software client for gyms and clubs. And most gyms use it or quite like a huge amount of gyms all over the world. And uh, a lot, the, the information that came back from that was that 50% of all the people that filled out the survey wanted a combination of training in the gym and also training online. Yeah. So... Oh, they want it all. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of yeah. it, you people. <laughs> there's like, going to be a whole other... Like, I think it's accelerated I think whole, it, uh, area of the industry that, that was kind of plodding along, but yeah. now it's just gone into a new, new space. Yeah. So I think it's good. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, I think it'll stick. Um, like, I could see... I could see a lot of the, the people who work in the city, could see a lot of them, you know, doing a Zoom class on their lunch break, for example, or something like that. Because I go down to the park now, and there's, I went, I was in the park last week, one of the evenings, and there was, there was like six people, I was on a basketball court, and there was six people spread around the basketball court, and they were all set up with their device. I was, oh, I was doing a face-to-face, but everybody else was doing um, a Zoom. Like, they were, so obviously, they were doing a class that, you know, from the gym. And then, um, um, yeah, it was just mad. Like, so there was literally, there was literally like six people going to the gym, and um, but they were just all in the in the park. Wow. Mad, yeah. So I could, could see something like that, like a service like that, where um, you know people who are busy and a bit time poor, um, or just prefer that style of or want, interaction. Would prefer to be outside rather than going into a going into a gym, especially if they're cooked up in an office all day. Yeah. And then they want to go into a gym for that hour that they can mm. that they can go out for a walk or do something like that. Um, you know, it'd be good for those people to like just go down to the park, set up their phone or whatever, and then and then they can they can get quality coaching and they can be brought through a session. But there's definitely going to be like little avenues like that. I think yeah. that that will stick. I don't think a lot of people are going. Like, I mean, when we open the doors to this gym, it would be foolish to think that everyone's just going to come running back in. Like, and, and this is not even taking into consideration that a lot of people lost their jobs. I'm talking like the fact that you just spent a lot of time away from big crowds of people, you know, for yeah. a long time. And to go back into that, you know, you're kind of like, you find a rhythm and you're, you're in a new kind of space and you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to be surrounded by fucking 30 people or 20 people. And yeah. then you've got the whole thing, well, you know, there's still this fucking virus that's floating around. It hasn't disappeared. So a lot of people are going to be like, I don't know if I, you know, I might just stick with, this is working for me now, you know, yeah. the online thing and my programming and, and I'm enjoying the outdoors and, and it's still getting goal, good good results. Yeah. There's definitely a, a, a new uh, avenue of, the, of our industry that's opening up, I believe. Definitely. Well, how, how we come back to doors open and having everyone back in here, that's the interesting one. That yeah, that transition. Needs some, it's going to be tough and it needs some serious creative thinking. I know we've touched on it a little bit um, in our chats, 
But um, yeah, I want to really continue to run our online with people coming in with a standard class. If it's a cutoff point or whether we merge yes. two together, yes, yeah, I'll just follow you around with the camera. I, well, that's what I'm thinking. And a microphone, selfie stick the whole time. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult. And um, anyway, I f- we need to get onto that, bro. Fuck yeah. <laughs> how the hell do you do? Is the announcement today, Gladys? Yeah, I think it's Gladys B. It's meant to be around lunchtime now. She's gonna. Yeah, we might be reopening in a fortnight or something. You know, the, the, the problem that I have with, with like, a, com, a, com, a comment like, uh, if you own a gym or a cafe, be ready to, to open. It doesn't mean anything, you know what I mean? There's no set date. What does open look like? Are we talking how many people can come in? When you say something like that, it affects business over a whole, like, scale. Let's say, let's look, because we've, we've moved to this digital online platform. So we're, we're now resell, we're selling memberships again. We need to because... It's the only way a business goes spider. But when you get up and you say something like that and there's no, and it's so great, what people do is like, well, fuck, I'm not going to, I'm actually not going to go into the online. I'm just going to hold out because my mm. gym's going to be open soon. Yeah. But, but how, what, what is it, you know, that, that doesn't, well, she doesn't mean anything, you know what I mean? Like, but she's coming. You can't have the yeah. fucking fitness first open up again. But it's just a bit of. 2,000 people. That's right. A fucking day walking through a door in a place that shares the air conditioning when we're still in the middle of a quarantine. It's not she's, possible. She's not saying that for gym owners and cafes. I thought she said that was for gym owners and cafes. No, she is, but she's not saying it with the interests of the gym oh, owners yes. and cafes in yeah. mind. She's saying it as a piece of political propaganda mm-hmm. for the general public because she's just trying to appease keep, attitudes, keep, keep morale everyone high. the morale high. She's not thinking about it. Ask when she says it, she's thinking about the majority of people just generally... You know, it's, it's like it's like Trump. It's like Trump saying, "Oh yeah, we're probably going to be open in, in April." You know, and he's got no idea, but you know, he's just trying to. <laughs> you know, everyone's back to work place. The big by He is the hottest comedian going around right now. People think it's Louis C.K. or Dave Chappelle. He is Trump. He's just hot. He's hilarious. Man. Well, what takeaways from this? Let's say uh, we're looking at different styles of people looking at mm-hmm. wanting to move online. We've got we've got your one on one that you can still do in your park, and I advise that would be for anyone that can afford it. That's your best option. You you you'd think, yeah, yeah. Whether you're fit, I'd, whether I'd you're agree. just starting out, whether you're injured, specific goals cannot be one to one coaching. In, I think in any in any area, especially if you've got the right coach. Then you've mm-hmm. got your small groups that you're running that can run. Um, there's small like there'd be people out there taking small uh, uh, Zoom groups um, live, which I think is also awesome, and they have their benefits. And I think you could, if you're in that kind of general pop, you know, area, that they're, they're perfect. Um, if you want more specific style programming and you've got a little bit of training history and stuff that as is doing, where the program is built for you and you've still got that coach's feedback, but you don't need your handheld as much. Or that accountability thing—that's a really, really good place to be, mm. uh, just to have those goals set and, and help uh, with someone helping you set those goals and then holding you accountable to those goals. And then you've got the discipline to go out and do that training on your own. And then, of course, you've got your your larger, larger group sessions, which are probably a little more um, socially interactive, uh, a few more faces that you can see. Still great coaching, not as uh, 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 specific to your personal goals, but if uh, you go to the right gym, then they can be. Absolutely. That's kind of it, really. What else is there? That's, it. That's the majority of what's floating around. Yeah, moment. and this is all uh, under, the, like, with the idea that we're in a restrictive time where we, we can't all just be at gyms. So ultimately, you're choosing whatever the best option is to keep you moving through this time because whether you like you have problems with technology or not like this is what we have and it's important to keep moving stay healthy for your physicality for your mentality for those around you etc so um, yeah having a, a, a coach or someone who can keep you accountable and make you uh, have you using your time most effectively like any one of those options with the coach and guidance is is the way to go. And even if uh, even if your thing is training outdoors and you, and you run and you do all that kind of stuff, like having someone help you with the structure of that training week and what you're doing within that running time 
um, and how, how much you're running and what you're combining uh, that run with, I think is really important, like your accessory work, your mobility work and strength work and all that kind of stuff. So even if you're just touching base with someone once a week, still really worth it. Absolutely. And especially with so many people out there fucking running at the moment. I've seen, I can't believe how many people, I mean, it's good, kind of, but at the same time, some people will let me watch you, you shouldn't be running. You yeah. should be doing other things. You were? Yeah, definitely. Were you on the... Was it me and Joe on the podcast last week? I don't know, but yeah. Joe was ripping... He's been ripping us <laughs> on his gram or... You know. terrible, terrible running stuff. And it's always like, yeah, keep running. It's good that ultimately that you're out there and whatnot, but uh, yeah, we have I've witnessed... It's strong to run. Some bad running. Yeah, uh, yeah so that, that would be your, your options. Where how do we get in touch with, with Aaron if we're... we're get some programming built for us or move into some one-to-one? -one. Um, you can, um, well, I'm on Instagram. Um, my business page is Milstrong Sydney, and then my personal page is as underscore Howley. Um, so, yeah, just I'm posting stuff on there pretty regular. So, um, yeah, just a, a message through to there, and then we can um, connect over email, and then, and then that's it. It's a pretty straightforward setup. Are you yeah. finding that You've got a specific kind of client, or you, your group, group, obviously a well-rounded coach, and I've seen you coach people many walks of life. But is there anything in particular that you like to specialize in, or? Um, at the moment, I'm I'm starting to get a. I mean, I wouldn't say I specialize in anything in in particular. I would say I'm more of a general coach. Like some people, some people that are. You know, like fat loss is their main is their main objective, and other people's mobility, other people's strength. But you know, so yeah, it's it's quite a wide other people handstands, and um, but um, probably starting to see a bit more interest from like people, like sporting people now. So I've had a few people reach out to me, you know, from like yeah, you know, like footballing sort of backgrounds, and and you know, maybe looking at um, you know, they've got they've got issues whether it be tight hips or but you know whatever hamstring issues that keeps to keep getting injured or some stuff like that and about a few people reaching out to me you know asking me asking me just for some advice on that sort of stuff and I'm working with a couple of people now um from back home who are um, Gaelic footballers and uh, and uh, yeah we're working on like basically yeah they've got I mean I was like that myself as well um a few years ago because there's not there's no emphasis put on mobility and or anything like that you know so it's just all a lot of running and not really looking after your body too well and you know and not really doing mm. any maintenance on your body so um yeah the guys that i'm working with i'm seeing like quite a uh quite a lot of stiffness and quite a lot of imbalances and, and so i'm working i'm starting to work um yeah a little bit i think maybe starting to make a bit of a segue into that market and um, but you know i work with everyone yeah whether it's like i said fat loss strength Skills like handstands and um, anything like that, yeah. Happy to work with anyone. Mad. Yeah. I heard you say stiffness. I couldn't think, I help but think of, I see stiffness. <laughs> I see uh, McGregor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just, I, you Smack know. like a board. Like, yeah, I, see, I see them all, I see stiffness. Stuck in the mud. Yeah. <laughs> Could be doing an Irish accent. Huh? How about um, the way that this thing's whole played out, like with the UFC? just to go off track for a oh, quick yeah. second and having the, the most amazing card with the highest stack of all these amazing fighters, there's belts, there's yeah. heavyweights, there's all sorts of stuff and like that's all happening this Sunday on Mother's Day. Are, are you serious? This I haven't heard of any of that. Oh dude, it's, it's here too, it's four night. Yeah. Uh, we've so, got Francis Ngannou, we've got uh, Triple C versus... Ferguson and Gaethje in the, that's the main event. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, oh wow! Yeah. Well, it, uh, well that's going to be a ripoff in Vegas, I'm guessing. Yes, I, I didn't even question yeah, that. I, it's got to be in Vegas, but um, potentially not. But it's it's on Sunday it's during Sunday. Mother's Day. Mother's Day, yeah. It's, it's yeah. Sweden. Well, Sweden. all so I know is that when I'm not watching. It. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's it's not happening. It's yeah. it's not happening. I know, I know. Why do they mock us, the gods? <laughs> <sighs> anyway. Oh wow. Okay, so that's interesting. His mind's so, already working. What can I? Can I yeah, I'm working I'm that day. I got to go and pick up. Yep. <laughs> I'll be back in four hours. 
reeking of yeah, alcohol and chicken schnitzel <laughs> from the pub. Um, yeah. Um, okay, cool. Let's so wrap it. Online. If you want to get in touch with us. Yeah, get in touch with us. We are running a full gym schedule. Correct. Six classes a day, online, 4K. We've got uh, mic'd, lit, programming, everything, all here. You could, you could be in uh, word, Slovakia and you can train in, jump brothers, botany. How good is that? Correct. Yeah. And then, you know, if you want help um, uh, with some private coaching or small group coaching, yeah. you've got Azza's details. That was Move Strong Sydney. That's your Instagram? Yeah, that's the Instagram, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and Facebook the same. Yes. Yeah. And your private account on Insta, Aaron underscore Howley. Uh, as underscore Howley. As AZ. AZ, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yep. And then you've got uh, the rest of the coaches here at the gym. Um, you can check our web page. Same thing. Check their profiles out. One to one online, one to one small groups, and one to one in person. Get in touch with us at junglebrothers.com. Fill out a form. We got our phone number there. Give us a call. Yep. Don't come by the gym. Because you're not allowed. Not yet. Maybe. Maybe when the time this episode comes out. Sure. Who knows? Probably nothing. Nice. All right. Take care, everyone. Bye. Thank you, bye. Bye.